0: Hi guys and welcome to the first BTC weekend preview Um, We at Betfair Trading Community wanted to start bringing you weekly previews of the games that are coming up Uh, Just to give you a flavour of what's going on uh, trading wise over the weekend Just to help you think about your trading and maybe make some decisions on what you want to trade uh, in the next couple of days Um, So it's Martin here from BetfairTradingCommunity.com And uh, the first game I want to look at, I'm going to start with football, is Premier League, West Brom versus Southampton. Now, the odds on this really surprised me. Once you get your knowledge up about sports, when odds surprise you um, and you know the markets pretty well, then generally there's value to be had in taking the odds that surprise you if they're bigger than you thought they'd be. Um, It's quite a good rule of thumb to try and have an idea of what you think odds should be in a market when you're looking at it. And uh, if it's quite a bit different to what it is, uh, then obviously, you know, something may be amiss. And obviously some of that depends on your knowledge. Um, So I'm going to go through a couple of ways I look at this just statistically to think about, okay, how can I try and find whether this actually is value or not? Now, I know offhand that West Brom have been very good at home this season. In fact, they've had a very good season in general. So, I was surprised to see Southampton favourites. Now, when I look at league positions, West Brom are seven points ahead of Southampton. They're both mid-table, not got an awful lot to play for at this stage, um, other than pride. But, um, I don't think West Brom and Tony Pulis are the type of team who are going to sit back and forget about the season. In fact, they beat an Arsenal team at home 3-1 last time out, who did have something to play for. So the motivation seems to be there. Now Southampton have had a couple of wins in their last few away games, but that was against Watford and Sunderland, um, who currently I would have as uh, far worse than West Brom at home. Um, I know I'd much rather face them than West Brom and uh, West Brom have won 3 out of their last 4 home games so geez, even looking statistically at the points West Brom have got nearly twice as many points at home as Southampton have picked up away from home so West Brom have got 1.93 points per game, Southampton have got 1 point per game so for me the obvious bet here is to lay Southampton at 2.7 AB even backing West Brom at 3.05 I'm not much of a backer uh, I much prefer to lay and just give myself draw insurance um, another option could just be to back West Brom draw no bet uh, obviously you'd get slightly above evens on that and again with these bets obviously we're looking for value but the nice thing is we're going to get nice prices by doing so so you know a lay at 2.7 isn't going to break the bank even if it loses of course Southampton can win I just don't have them as that short of price myself I'd have them much nearer four um, and I'd have West Brom much nearer evens. So I do think there's value to be had there. And that just gives you a little taste of of how my mind thinks about these things. Obviously, at this stage of the season, league position and motivation is absolutely key. Um, So make sure that if you're backing a team, they've actually got something to play for this weekend. Um, Similarly, I've found that I think Wimbledon, against Bristol City again Bristol City favourites away from home not sure why Wimbledon 1.5 points average at home Bristol 0.9 um, both got motivations to play so there's no real reason for me um, that Wimbledon would not be favourites here again I like the lay of Bristol at 2.66 similar thing with Gillingham Millwall a bit more of a risky one this because Millwall are in decent form but luckily, um, they're 1.83 away from home to lay. So, you're not, again, you're not going to break the bank if that does come through. Chillingham, 4.9, fighting relegations. They've got massive motivation. Millwall trying to get promoted again. So, both with massive motivation. Um, but Chillingham have actually picked up more points at home than Millwall have away this season. So, again, you're looking at it and thinking, OK, probably a fairly even game but the odds are very heavily in Millwall's favour, so we have to take the value here. Of course, there's every chance Millwall do win, Um, but in the long run, that should pay off if we're taking value for every bet. The final one I've looked at is Shrewsbury against Rochdale. Um, Again, it's another one where Shrewsbury at home fighting relegation and Rochdale away fighting promotion. now Shrewsbury have lost their last two home games but they were against uh, very tough opposition in Millwall and Bolton especially Bolton who've got the best away record in the league Rochdale have only won one of their last four away games and that was against Chesterfield who've actually got the the worst home record in the league so this is in league one and uh, so for me Shrewsbury picked up nine points more than Rochdale when you compare home versus away and that's always what interests me in these matches what's the home versus away I am interested in the general form um, but you know, when I look at this I don't think there's anything that suggests to me Shrewsby haven't been in great form but they've been losing by the odd goal here and there and uh, obviously they aren't favourites at home so in this situation I'd be happy to lay Rochdale 2.46 this is probably the one that I'm most questionable about out of the out of the lot. Um but again just trying to give a flavour of what I'm thinking about and a preview of what I'm looking at this weekend. So I'll move on from football, um, and I want to talk golf because obviously the Masters this weekend, one of my favourite events this year. Although with Dustin Johnson pulling out, it has sort of left a bit of a sour taste in the mouth. Um, and obviously no Tiger Woods I think the glamour of the event has uh, gone down slightly not having the world number one or the most famous golfer in the world but there should still be some good trading opportunities and uh, I mean if you're a scalper then golf is great especially on the last day odds just swing all over the place if you can really get a hold of what's happening and what's going on experienced scalpers should be able to make money on that market for people who prefer more longer-term trades, um, I'd be looking at Hoffman at the moment. He's uh, he's at seven at the moment, despite his four-shot lead. But if he has another good day today, has a lead going into tomorrow, odds slash down to say threes, fours, that would be a point where I would personally lay him. Um, you know, you're looking at a guy who's not really ever done anything particularly special and I think it's more difficult to hold a lead throughout a tournament as a player who is not one of the big guns, rather than the way that, say, Danny Willett did it last year, where he was never really in contention, and then suddenly, at the end, because of what happened to Spieth, he got ahead, and he didn't have to deal with pressure for a prolonged period of time the way that Hoffman would have to if he took a lead into tomorrow. Um, and everything that goes with this is hard to take. Similarly, if someone else is ahead going into the last day who maybe is a bit of an unknown within people, the circles of people who don't know an awful lot about golf, um, a bit a bit like myself, people who just watch some of the major tournaments don't necessarily know every single player in the field, then I think laying that player again if they're anywhere near two to one, three-to-one territory because it's going to be very, very nerve-wracking on those last 18 holes. And uh, I think that's where the value could lie this weekend. Very difficult sport to predict winners. Well, there are there are people who do consistently do that. Um, I also want to talk about cricket because the IPL's just started um, and obviously cricket's a big thing on the forum more for test match than t20 i think because t20 in terms of picking a winner it's a bit of a lottery uh, it's it's not easy to just pick a winner outright let it run and and you know pick your winnings up later however as for scalping it's brilliant um, you'll often find if you can get live pictures and trade it then market will overreact to boundaries and wickets so if you can get a lay in once the market's overreacted and then wait for it to go up a few ticks and back it um, you should be able to pick up some pretty easy profits that way I know that uh, Richard Futter who's been a pro cricket trader for over 10 years uh, makes a lot of money doing that kind of thing um, obviously the live pictures uh, have to be not streamed you know, very quick um, but it, obviously if you have got the live pictures that the quickest you can get like Sky or whatever Um, That should be okay to make a bit of money there another strategy we do with cricket for those who are just looking for something to set and forget of course is the 1.4 lay both so what you'll do at the start of an evenly contested match is you'll put a 1.4 odds lay in on both teams and hope that it gets matched on both sides so this would mean that one team started well went down to 1.4 looked like they might win and then obviously the second team maybe starts chasing well or does something, I guess some late wickets and they'll come into 1.4 and the other team will bounce out to over threes. So we've done well with that in the past on IPL. It works particularly well on T20 cricket where there are a lot of swings in close matches. And uh, yeah, anyone who's thinking about getting involved with cricket, especially if you've got time on your hands, because, um, there are set times to trade cricket you know there's often only one two main matches a day so if you can get those times free to trade and scalp really put the effort in and time in it, it does pay dividends um you know but if not and you just want to try the 1.4 strategy or do the test match stuff obviously just keep following the advice on the forum because uh people are, are continuously making money out of that finally i think it would be a miss To not talk about the Grand National this weekend, even though I don't think many top traders actually uh, trade or bet on the race that much, uh, purely because when you talk about a lottery of a result, then I think the Grand National is probably the ultimate um, unpredictable race of the horse racing calendar so maybe the best advice there simply is to follow our lay the time form strategy where we lay whichever horse time form selects above 6.0 in odds Um, that's not in a sprint 5, 6 or 7 furlong race which of course Grand National is not and yeah that's pretty easy to do because it's going to be over 6.0 odds Uh, there won't be a clear favourite below 6 for the Grand National so whatever they pick, I'm personally going to lay because their uh, tipsters have such poor results at those odds. So, okay, guys, I hope that's given you a little preview for the weekend. Um, it's going to be a cracking weekend trading ahead. Please, you know, talk, share your thoughts on the forum. Um, we'd love for people to get involved and uh, we'd love to see the threads being updated regularly. Um, and, yeah, hope you have a good weekend and make lots of money. Cheers.